With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. The Franciscan Friars of the Atonement present the Ave Maria Hour. Hello, this is Father Bob Warren of the Franciscan Friars of the Atonement. Thank you for listening to this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour radio show. The Friars' popular Ave Maria Hour was first brought to the radio airwaves in 1939, recorded in New York City and on the mountainside grounds at Graymoor, a home in Garrison, New York. These timeless classic stories of the Bible and the lives of the saints came to life each week through dramatic reenactment by professional actors and actresses. You know, friends, Christ once said, Do not hide your treasure under a bushel. In saying this, he meant share your gifts, share your talents. The Friars of the Atonement feel the message in these broadcasts remains as powerful and timely as when they were originally aired, and we are so happy to be able to share them with you today. To learn more about the missions and ministries of the Friars of the Atonement, I invite you to visit our website, www.atonementfriars.org. In the meantime, sit back and enjoy this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour. Blessed Umberto III of Savoy. Sooner or later, he would come. It had been two days now since the courier had brought the news that Umberto was on his way home. Maybe it would be tonight, if not sometime tomorrow. The ride from the frontier was a long one. At least he was alive, and that was something. Not even he yet knew how important it was that he still lived. It was for me to tell him, and so I waited in the royal house of Savoy for the return from battle of my young lord and prince. Are you quite dead or simply dying? Eh? <laughs> oh, I was asleep. Ah, oh, my son, so you finally come home. To find you, like some grim conscience, waiting for me and occupying my chair. I sat in this chair before you were born. <laughs> Be more respectful to your bishop. The other bishop in my life is quite enough for me. Uh, he is evil. Here, I'll pour you some wine. How goes the war? There's a lot of blood on my sword. My favorite horse was killed under me. 
A lot of horses were killed. So were a lot of men. Because of this one man's greed, this this man, the Bishop of Torino, who calls himself a man of God. This plunderer, this thief. Hush. Hush. Why must I hush? In order to suppress the ugly truth about one of your saintly colleagues. Here, drink this. Is the fighting still in progress? No. The rains have started. And I'll tell you this. The enemy was reinforced by alien soldiers. Alien? From the north. Are you serious? On my oath, I am. Who were they? Who do you think? My lord, the Bishop of Torino, has allied himself with the devil himself, or at least the devil's most devoted disciple. Federico Barbarossa? My son... Are you saying those alien soldiers were sent by Federico? I am saying no less. Dear God. I'm tired and weary. Forgive me if I don't care to talk. I still have the smell of blood in my nostrils. Then, then your very weariness will be your protection against what I must tell you. Now what? Is the news of my father? Tragic news, my son. He is dead. Dead. Killed in the Holy Land in the name of God. I take this opportunity to pledge my allegiance to you, sire, for you are now King of Savoy. And may God help you. His father, dead in the Crusades, Umberto must now assume the role of king. He was a soldier, a warrior, not much accustomed to the duties of managing the household. And so I sent to Austria, begging the Princess Clementina to join us and to take charge of the domestic matters of the palace, perhaps secretly hoping Umberto might marry her. They had known each other since childhood. Is it true, Umberto? True? Is what true? That you've turned a lot of property over to the church. Oh, it can be used to establish religious communities in memory of my father. It would make him very happy. I intend to dispose of still more property and gold. I can't discourage you. You've always been a wonderful person to talk to. And thank you for coming here. You have an appointment in half an hour. Have you forgotten? I mean, you should put on more formal clothes to meet your future wife. No, I haven't forgotten have you met her yet? I saw her once, not recently. She's really quite pretty. I'm sure you'll learn to love her. The politicians around me haven't taken that possibility into account. Yes, I suppose I'd better dress up a little. You say she's pretty? Very. He married the lovely Faideva of Taloza. Within three months, she died, and young Umberto became a widower. But it was essential that he marry and have an heir to the throne. The court would not approve of Clementina. She was foreign. And so he was guided into marriage with Gertrude de Feandra. In less than 24 hours after that marriage, Umberto confronted me. What have they done to me? Perhaps she will bear you a child, a son. A child born an imbecile? My wife is an imbecile. Didn't you know that? I I was not sure. I'll have nothing to do with her. 
I'm sorry for her. She needs care. But I will not risk having children with her. You are king. Tell me what you want. The marriage has not and never will be consummated. I want it dissolved. And quickly. I have other troubles on the frontier. Fighting has broken out again. I'll send word to Rome. Recommend an annulment. What's this you tell me about fighting? Exactly what I knew is now certain. The barbarian, Federico, is now openly allied with the Bishop of Torino, and he's carrying his campaign into Savoy. You're going to the frontier? I must. My place is there. Suppose... Suppose... What? Suppose I'm killed? Is that what you want to say, Clementina? It could happen. I know. There would be no heir. I seem to be cursed. They've already picked a third wife out for me. A third? My second cousin, Beatrice. But she's sick. I have pointed that out. Clementina, perhaps the matter will be settled in battle and there'll be no further problems. Please. Please don't talk like that. You're very good, Clementina. I should have married you. The thought has occurred to me once or twice recently. Has it? It would be like marrying my own sister. We're not even related. Oh, that's true. Well, I have to get ready. If all goes well, I'll be back in a month. By that time, I'll be what is called free to marry Beatrice. I won't see you before I leave, Clementina. I'll say goodbye now. God bless you, Umberto. God be with you. Goodbye. And come back. Terror spread across that part of Europe as Federico Barbarossa invaded and put to the sword every town and village in his path of conquest. His plan called for him to pass through Savoy. But Umberto's armies, so far, had barred the way. Every now and then, a courier from the battlegrounds would arrive at the palace with information. But it was two months before the heavy rains began and forced the fighting to end for a time, and Umberto came home. He limped a little from a leg wound, and his right shoulder was bandaged from another wound. But he had survived. And now I must face the prospect of another marriage. Beatrice is no more anxious for it than you are. Oh? She's in love with someone. Then why hasn't she married him? Her family wants her married to you. Everyone seems to think this will be a very good union. Except the bride and the groom. You'd think a king would have something to say about whom he marries? Yes, you would think so. Your Majesty, I have some news... And not of the best kind. I have forgotten what good news can be. The Bishop of Torino is laying the groundwork for a suit against you. Oh? He claims the land he is alleged to have taken from your father rightfully belongs to him. Moreover, he's producing documents, forged or otherwise, that will claim even more of Savoy. And he has powerful forces behind him. Even in Rome, he has power. How soon can Beatrice and I be married? The arrangements have been made for next week. A few days later, 
A report from the frontier brought the news that Federico, not caring to continue fighting Savoy, had broken camp and, despite the rains, was moving south, but avoiding the province of Savoy. And so, with a victory of sorts to encourage him, Umberto married Beatrice. On his wedding night, he received a dispatch, and before going to his rooms, he came to see me. Federico is dead. God rest his soul. How did he die? A severe cold in his lungs. The cold and the rain. Anyway, he's dead. And his son, Henry, will take his place. And that will make him Henry VI, Emperor of Germany. He's a good soldier. Mm, better than his father was. And he'll carry on where his father left off. I can't imagine otherwise. He has no love for you, my son. Nor I for him. And so the war will go on with more intensity. Unless we surrender Savoy. Have you even considered that? No, of course not. Well, good night, Your Grace. Good night, sire. <coughs> It happened while we were talking. The scream came from the bridal chamber. Umberto rushed there despite his lip. When I arrived, it was all over. Beatrice was lying across the bed, dead from a dagger wound. And on the floor was another body, a young man, dead by his own hand. Dead. She's dead. I absolve you from all censures and your sins. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Who is he? They were in love. I know the boy by sight. But how did he get into the palace? He got in. What does it matter how he did it? I suppose he intended to kill me too. My God. My God, I must be... Cursed. You wanted to see me, Umberto? Uh, yes. Please. Please sit down. What is it? The latest of my brides has been dead three days. It was horrible. But nothing can undo it. I must be practical. I cannot have the privilege of mourning for any length of time. Clementina, I shall go back to the frontier soon. But there is no fighting there. I cannot trust that man in Torino. I must make sure my defenses are in good order. The point is, I could very easily be killed at any time. What is it, Umberto? I have no child. No one to follow me. No, no one. We've known each other a long time. Since childhood. Clementina. Yes, I'll marry you, Umberto. You see, my dear, I suppose I've always loved you. Why do you think I agreed to come here? I never realized. You had no reason to. There'll be objections, but this time I'll decide for myself whom I'll marry. And Clementina? Yes. Thank you. I thank you for your love. I'll try to justify it. 
God bless you, my son. You're being more than generous. To give away property for which I have no use? The friars will find use for it. I'm sure they will. Generosity has nothing to do with it. I'm doing this because I'm grateful to God. Grateful that Clementina will marry me. Grateful because I know she will give me a son. Suppose... Suppose Clementina does not give you a son. I cannot question God's will for me. Nor will I. And once more, a royal marriage took place in Savoy. Meantime, the frontier remained peaceful. Although the foreign invading troops of Federico's son, Henry VI, had pushed deep into the rest of Italy, below Savoy. But the business of the church continued unheedingly. The Bishop of Torino, using every political means at his disposal, was building a case against Umberto. He wanted the valuable lands of Savoy and all the power that went with them. What he couldn't take by force, he would now try to take by legal tricks. In the month that followed Umberto's fourth marriage, he rode south on a mysterious mission. When he came back... Perhaps I'm a fool. You're tired, nothing else. I may have betrayed this country. Tell us about it. I met with Henry. Oh? He begged to be allowed to come through this country on his way home. With his armies? With his armies. Can he be trusted? I don't know. Did you agree? I agreed. I'm sure you did the right thing. I'm sure he promised no trickery. He swore an oath in the name of God. Then you had to accept it, of course. Yes, I had to accept his word. Suppose you had refused permission for Henry to come through. It's possible he may have decided to try to fight his way through. It was a difficult decision to make. But you made it. <sighs> was it the right one? He swore an oath. Sometimes we have to believe our fellow men in the cause of peace. I made no hasty decision, I can assure you. When will he come through? Next month. Hmm. As soon as his troops have rested and made repairs. He needs horses, too. It'll take him some time to move. I, I keep thinking, what happens if he reaches the center of this country and then breaks his word? I must keep my army prepared. Oh, I'd be glad when this is all over, one way or the other. Is there news from the Holy Land? The Crusades are going badly, my son. I wonder where my father is buried. At least in holy soil, where our Lord trod. Six weeks now, and Henry is still in the south. You said he needed horses. He has all the horses he needs. I've had reports. He could have moved two weeks ago. Oh, perhaps the climate appeals to him. He's in constant communication with the Bishop of Torino, too. And Torino's army is on the alert. Uh, suppose Henry launches an attack after he enters this country, coinciding with one from Torino. I'd be trapped between two armies. You can only trust Henry's oath. <laughs> 
You've had news? Henry is moving through this country now. His troops entered this morning. Then we'll soon know. There was no sign of treachery as the armies of Henry VI passed through Savoy, riding north. And yet, we felt uneasy. There was something in the air, and we didn't like what we felt. There seems to have been some sort of a trial at which I was not present, even though I was the accused. I asked both of you to be present. I want you both to hear. Torino has won a verdict against me. Every inch of land east of here has been granted to the Bishop of Torino. Please, excuse me. I... What is it? I must go to my room. I think your son is about to be born. She's doing well, my son. Is she? The doctor says she is. She's given you a son. <laughs> At the moment, it all seems unreal. As unreal as everything else. Henry has not left this country. Did you know that? His army is camped not ten miles from here. Visit your wife and look at your son. I've made another decision. No? I'm rejecting the court's decision. Dorina will have to fight if he wants my land. This land belongs to Savoy, to our people, and we'll fight for it. There is danger. Yes. I must risk it. I must risk Henry's attacking from my rear while I'm engaged with Torino. Yes, I know the risk. But I think we must fight. I'll send a courier to Torino. And I'll leave for the frontier the day after tomorrow. Did you see him? Mm -hmm. I would not award him a beauty prize. He's beautiful. <laughs> He's the most beautiful baby in the world. <laughs> in this house, anyway. Oh, I'm so proud of him. Yes. God has been very good to us. The house of Savoy will continue. That's something. Whatever else happens, the family will go on. I cannot be too grateful. Thank you. My very dear queen. What is it, Umberto? You're troubled. I shall be away for a time. Oh, the frontier? Yes. When will you go? Tomorrow. Come back soon. Come back. Umberto reached the frontier even as Torino's armies launched a major attack. The hot summer, the dust, the slaughter, we could well imagine what was going on. And then the worst happened. Henry VI allied himself with Torino, attacking Umberto from the rear and on his northern flank. In the end, the army of Savoy was cut to pieces and scattered in terrible defeat. And finally, one dark night, Umberto came back. I must see Clementina first. We'll talk afterwards. Talk now, my son. You've 
been out of touch with the news, and uh, there are things I must tell you. Of course. You have nothing left, not even this palace. They've decreed that you be stripped of every possession. I'm already adjusted to that certainty. Now, may I see my wife? She waited until she could wait no longer. Waited? There were complications after the birth of your son. She kept it from you. Where is she? Where is she? She passed away last night, my son. I loved her. Toward the end, I knew I loved her. And God has taken her from me. As he has taken everything else. Except your son. He gave you a son. Yes. He's been very good to me. In his sorrow, in his terrible grief and defeat, he did not turn on God. Instead, he went with his baby son to an abbey to live with the friars and to dedicate the rest of his life to God. Umberto III of Savoy. to this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour, brought to you by the Franciscan Friars of the Atonement. For over 110 years, the Friars have devoted themselves to fulfilling St. Francis' prayer, to heal wounds, to unite what has fallen apart, and to bring home those who have lost their way. We work for Christian unity and interreligious understanding. We provide respite at our retreat center at Greymoor for those in need of spiritual renewal. We staff parishes throughout the world, serve as chaplains for colleges, hospitals, and prisons. We care for the ill through hospice work, ministry to those with HIV-AIDS. We also shelter the homeless and provide treatment and services for those suffering from alcoholism and drug addiction. If you would like to be included in our prayer list, participate in special St. Anthony Novenas, and or visit St. Anthony Shrine Graymore, Attend a retreat, learn more about our Ave Maria Hour productions, or simply make a donation to assist us in fulfilling St. Francis' prayer to help those in need. Please visit our website at atonementfriars.org or email me at avemaria at atonementfriars.org. You can write to me, Father Bob, Friars of the Atonement, Graymore, Post Office Box 300, Garrison, New York, 10524. And so, in closing, I ask for the blessing of God upon you and those you love. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. And may he look upon you with kindness and give you his peace. Amen.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.